Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Uh, hope you had a good week. Hey, I haven't been talking to you too much about real estate because it hasn't been really much to talk about. So now I uh, thought I'd give you an update on what's going on in the real estate market. It's some of the things I see in the future. Uh, If you've listened to my podcasts over the past year, you noticed last year I predicted exactly what was going to happen this year. So nothing really new to talk to you about, but we're going to cover a few points, talking points here kind of tell you what's going to go on in the future so you can kind of protect yourself at all times and kind of watch some of the uh, some of the things coming uh, the big thing now is inflation you know everybody's saying inflation 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 I kind of predicted that last year I you know you got a lot of people uh, buying things uh, with stimulus money bonus money so on and so forth while they just kept raising, raising the prices. Also with inflation, we're looking at 8.5% inflation. But what's happening is when they uh, started going, we want more for minimum wage, I indicated last year that, well, that's that's great. But if I'm a pizza owner and I have to pay my employee from 10 to $15 an hour, I'm just going to raise my pizza to, you know, $15. So now the $15 raise that you got doesn't buy any more of a pizza than what you did when you had $10. And that's what happened to inflation. You had all these people, they all got these raises and they all thought they were entitled to more money. And then the owners just raised their prices. So like I said, your money doesn't buy you any more than it did last year because the prices went up to pay you more. They just have to charge more. So you you seeing that a lot. Um, interest rates did rise, and I told you last year that they were going to probably see six, seven percent, and I pretty much hit it right on the nose, uh, which really, really drops the buying power of a lot of people. Nobody's really buying. The market's pretty much dead. There's a lot of homes just I see just sitting there. Uh, for a month, two months, three months. And what's interesting is you got a lot of uh, sellers who really aren't with the market. You got real estate agents who just haven't kept up with the market and they're listing their homes as if it was a year ago, seven, seven fifty, and they're not even close to worth that. Uh, but like I said, that bubble the past three years was really deceiving, really, really deceiving. And we'll, we'll cover that later on what you're going to see um to kind of lower a lot of the businesses expenses is a lot of layoffs probably october november you're going to see a lot of layoffs and uh the traditional is usually when people lay off they always lay off in october november the reason for that is they don't want people to go through the holiday season run up a lot of debt and then come back and realize they don't have a job so usually I always tell people if you're going to get laid off, it's going to be this month or next month. Hopefully you won't. Uh, there's going to be a lot of layoffs in the construction business. You're going to see a ton of people in construction, roofers, plumbers, 
um, framers, a lot of landscapers. Uh, just the the parties over there going to be pretty much uh, laid off because there's not going to be anybody building homes, uh, hiring uh, plumbers and electrics, electricians and and concrete people and and appliances. Uh, yeah, you can see a lot of Home Depot, Lowell's, uh, appliance companies start going out of business. A lot of that inventory is going to be just sitting there. So you're going to see a lot of probably uh, construction, uh, lumber and stuff that was way out of this world a year ago probably you know, really, really go down because nobody's going to be building much of anything. No, they're not um, refining and refinancing their home and then going out and finishing out their basements and building uh, patios and things along like that, buying furniture and appliances and so on. So even the furniture industries, uh, appliance sales industries, car sales industries are really going to be probably laying a lot of people off. Um, retail sales, Walmart, um, probably is going to have a terrible, terrible uh, holiday season, merely because it's going to be like I said, the interest rates are high, there's going to be a lot of layoffs, no bonus money, no stimulus money, none of that. So that's probably going to be um, uh, seen this Christmas. You're going to see probably a lot of just get it out the door and get rid of it, try to recoup all costs. As a matter of fact, there are probably a lot of retail um, companies and uh, furniture companies and appliance companies are probably just going to sell a lot of stuff at cost. Um, you also seen a lot of people uh, living off their credit cards now. You know, the little stimulus money uh, bank account is dried up, and now you're seeing a lot of credit cards uh, being maxed out. Go to your local grocery store and just look around and see how many people buy in cash or check. It's always credit cards which means they can't even afford groceries so if they can't afford groceries and they're putting a lot on credit cards you're going to see that they're just not going to um, go out and stop buying big things probably you know it's much easier to go hey I, I need groceries to feed my family let's put $200 on my credit card and then when the credit card company comes and my bill comes I have to pay $10 a month until I get back in my feet but my Families eating, then going out and buying cars and appliances and things like that, and then um, uh, overmaxing themselves to a point that they just can't pay anything off. Um, mortgage companies, if you go in, the interest rates are six and a half, about seven percent now, and that's really deceiving. It's really deceiving when uh, because you don't hear too much or you haven't heard too much in the past five, six years of points, points. And a lot of times when you call up a mortgage company, they'll say, six and a half. What's your interest rates right now? Six and a half. Uh, and you don't really say, well, how many points is that? Uh, you, know, you might get six and a half at two points. And people say, well, what, what is that? And you, or you don't even, you don't even uh, know what they're talking about, so you go on. Well, what that is is, let's say the interest rates are 7%. But um, you want a six and a half percent. Well, when they say six and a half by two points, that means you're paying two percent up front to get a six and a half percent, but they're still yielding seven percent. They're just asking for upfront interest uh, to give you that lower interest rate. But overall, when you add what you pay them, 
they still are yielding 7%. So, uh, so points are like 2% of the loan. So let's say if you're getting a $100,000 loan and they say you get a 6.5% at two points, you're going to be paying $2,000 up front. Now, a lot of people are struggling. They're trying to buy a home. They usually will ask the seller to pay the points. Now, sellers aren't really familiar with points because, you know, they were getting cash offers dollars $30,000, $40,000 above, you know, as is, and no closing costs and so on. Now you're selling, the sellers are going to get points. They want you to pay closing costs. They'll want probably even a lower price. So there's going to be a lot of uh, negotiations over the coming years on uh, homes. Uh, the thing that I see really interesting is that... Um, sellers still uh, have their prices pretty pretty high and we'll kind of cover that um you know rents are probably going to be going down uh rents you know people are like oh rents were going to go high because if interest rates go high uh people won't be able to buy a home they'll start going into renting well, what I'm seeing is a lot of people aren't renting. They're just staying with their parents or they're doubling up on rents or they're doing what house hacks where they're renting a house and one family's living upstairs and the other family's living downstairs. Or if they're single, uh, younger people, they're all doing room hacks where somebody buys the home or somebody's renting the home out um, and they're uh, saying, hey, for... 300 or $500 a month will let you rent a, a room and everybody shares the house. So they're doing a lot of those house hacks now. So where there used to be maybe four people who are renting four apartments, now they're just renting a house and just renting out the room. So that's, that's kind of what's happening. So you're going to see a lot of corporations who are building thousands and thousands of these apartments uh, and they're going to be uh, finished are going to stop giving rental decreases or you're going to see sign a, a year's lease get two months for free or sign a year's lease get uh, uh, one month free or something along that lines uh, which you know still isn't going to be a great deal but still it's much better than what it used to be when there was no deals out there i i always say that uh start looking if your lease is up start shopping around because there's gonna be a lot of deals out there from a lot of uh, apartments being built that they need to fill those to start covering their costs mom post uh, houses too. You got these people who are, let's get rich in real estate, buy a house, rent it out. They're not going to be able to cover their rents um, because they purchase these overpriced, way overpriced homes. And they were thinking, well, wow, uh, I can really get a good uh, rental income. And that might not happen, which means back, let's say they had a, a, a big pension. Um, good investment, but they were only getting maybe 0.1%, 2%, maybe if that, on their interest at the bank. They pulled a lot of that out. They said, hey, I'm going to buy a home, rent it, and I'm going to get 10 to 15% interest rate uh, on my money. Well, that isn't going to happen, so they're going to be stuck with a lot of vacant homes, and they're just going to say, you know, hey, we'll rent this out to whoever we can just to hopefully cover our 
payments. They might not even make a profit. They're just going to try to keep their head afloat until maybe they find an opportunity to just sell the homes. So there might be a lot of uh, investors out there dumping their homes at the beginning of the year because they just can't get the rents that they thought they would. Um, Home prices are going down uh, a little bit. Real deceiving on this. Uh, Really deceiving. Uh, In my area, you see homes that uh, you know are priced the way they were a year ago, and you just shake your head and go, that, "That's like a hundred, two hundred thousand overpriced." And uh, you know they'll list a home at what it was last year. Nobody gets any bites, no showings, nothing, and then they'll lower it ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. And it seems like, "Wow, look at this deal!" You know, these realtors still, you know, they're young. They 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 haven't been in a depressed market, and they say. You know, wow! Look at this. Uh, it was worth uh, seven hundred dollars, seven hundred thousand dollars five months ago. Wow! They, 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 this house is really, really a great deal. You're saving uh, fifty thousand dollars. They're only asking six fifty. No, still way, 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 way overpriced. And I'm gonna go uh, through uh, a little bit on how to determine what a really good price is. But we'll uh, talk about that a little bit uh, so I can show you kind of what a really good price is. It's going to take a while for this housing market to come down to a realistic housing market where you, you feel comfortable and I feel comfortable to start telling people to buy again. Um, but like I said, the sellers really aren't up to date. So when they want to list their homes they look at prices that are six months ago and they list their homes 725 450 whatever and then they're not getting any showings no offers no nothing and then like i said they lower the price 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars and they're still 150 200 dollars overpriced so um don't be deceived when you're out and you see price deductions, price deductions, and you go, "Wow, look at this! This was 750. I can get this for um, 700 now." Um, no, it's still way, way overpriced, and you're just buying an overinflated uh, property. And that's the thing: the past three, four years, you just got to wipe away, wipe all those prices away when you're doing a market analysis, and look like do a market analysis of what what those houses were selling for about three years ago and then determine that would be what the good deal is and i'll, I'll cover what i uh mean by that in a little bit later you're going to see a lot of bank foreclosures coming soon there's a big pile of bike for so foreclosures evictions things along that line that's coming so keep track of bank foreclosures but the thing with bank foreclosures i think it's going to be the same thing you're going to get these overinflated, really really high uh homes that were bought in the past three or four years and then the bank foreclosures and then they try to sell them at fifty sixty thousand dollars less than what the loan was and they're still going to be way 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 overinflated. so even these bank foreclosures they're going to be sitting on the market for quite some times unless they really lower the price um the government is going to be selling a lot of mortgage-backed securities and boy those are garbage loans i can tell you that and let me tell you um you know they when the pandemic hit 
they were telling all the banks, you know, do as many loans as you possibly can and we'll buy them. So they were giving me these low, 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 low interest rates to mortgages. The mortgages were all being produced and then the mortgages were being bought by the government. Well, the government's going to be selling a lot of mortgage-backed securities here and unloading them. But they're those mortgage-backed securities are garbage loans. Let me tell you what they are. They're not built on, like, bad credit like 2008. Uh, 2008, it was just breathe on this, me and you can have a loan. But what they're built on is a false economy that the government created. So the, that, those loans that are $700,000, $750,000 loans are, are based on a secured with overpriced homes. So if these people ever get into trouble when the market collapses and a lot of people lose their jobs over the coming years and so on, and they have to, they walk away from those homes, all those mortgages on the homes are just going to all default because they won't be able to sell them. Well, if the government who has these mortgages all sell them to investors and foreign investors and so on and so forth, they're going to be stuck with these mortgages that just all fall apart and it's going to happen just like 2008 but in a different case 2008 was just bad loans these are bad loans but in a different way because they're overpriced and overinflated houses that are backing up the loan so that's going to be an interesting thing to watch so i think before the whole housing market crashes the government's probably going to be unloading all these mortgages and basic just did a kind of a Ponzi scheme on um, buying these loans to try to stimulate the economy and then dumping them so they're not stuck with all these loans and they're just going to be pawning them off to a lot of investors in foreign countries and so on who are buying uh, mortgage-backed securities. It's just going to be like the, the big short of uh, 2008, uh, almost the same but just in a different way because these are backed by good uh, mortgages which you know FICA scores six you know seven hundred seven fifty eight hundred but like I said but they're backed by way overinflated homes so in the old days like I said 2008 they were backed by crappy you know uh, loans zero not no credit report no job ninja loans uh, they call them no job no income no verification things like that these in another case you have really good qualified buyers but now they're backed up by crappy overinflated homes so that's what's going to be happening there uh, uh, to kind of wrap this up um, people always say, well, then what it makes a good deal, John? I mean, what should we watch? And, you know, JD on, on how do we know what when a house should be bought and what's a good deal? Well, here's what I, I always tell people. Forget the past three years. Wipe it out as if nothing even existed. Like there was never a pandemic or anything. And here's what I think a really good deal is. It's going to take a while before... You're going to start seeing really good deals because the prices are going to be dropping and it'll give you the impression that, wow, look at this. It was a, 
It was a five hundred thousand dollar home, and now it's still they're down to four fifty. Now that's still way, way, way overpriced. So, like I said, you have to wipe out the past three years and go back to two thousand nineteen before all the, this nonsense hits. And let's say we're just going to use an example. Let's say a house was four hundred thousand dollars back then. Now, on a normal real estate market, ever since I've been selling for thirty five years. The housing market usually goes up 3 to 5% on a good market. Yeah, we had an overinflated market of 15 to 20%. That's, like I said, wipe that out. That was like a bad dream. Forget about that. If that's on your dry, dry uh, board, just get your race and wipe all those three years out because you're not going by that because it was just a fake economy, fake stimulus money, fake housing market. Everything was fake. It was all smoke and mirrors. So, Let's look at a home in 2019. Let's say it was worth $400,000. Let's say that house goes up 5%. So in 2020, it's now worth 420. Then it goes up another 5%. So in 2021, it's 441,000. Now in 2022, that same house is now 463. So that's pretty much a good deal between 463 and 475 that would be where the house would be a great deal time to buy you're getting a good deal but it's going to take a lot lot longer because these sellers pretty much won't be able to afford to go down low because they've bought it but they're just going to be walking away from their homes there's going to be a lot of foreclosures like i said but then these Banks are going to be stuck with these high, uh, um, high overinflated uh, loans, and they're going to have to be uh, lowering their prices to that, to that. And um, who knows how long that takes? Because banks don't want to take a loss, but that's the only way they're going to be selling these. And you know, a lot of there's probably going to be a lot of deals out there because a lot of people didn't sell. And they bought their homes 20 years ago. So they still have quite a, quite a lot of equity. And they might be, like I said, they'll, they'll be pricing their homes of what they should be uh, in the non-pandemic year. And there's still going to be some really good uh, value out there over the coming years. But like I said, in order to look at what is a good deal, you just got to go back to what they were selling before 2019, add 5%, 6%, and add that to, and that would be where the house should be listed and sold by. So that's pretty much it. Uh, I hope you gained a lot of information because the main thing I, I be hearing is, John, where, you know, when should we buy and what makes a good deal? And uh, I always tell my people just get that price of what that home sold in 2019 at 5 to 6% on it and that's where that housing market should be so they you know just wait it out wait it out like i said um, see what the uh, homes are doing like i said they are uh, slowly lowering the price but they're they're still even even at the lower price when i look at them they're still 150 200,000 over what they're asking so i don't think I don't think uh, it's going to change into a seller's market here very soon. I think it's going to be a buyer's market for probably the next, I'm going to say five years, because it's going to take five years before all the people walk away from these high, 
uh, inflated homes, the mortgage companies buy selling for bank foreclosures, and then uh, the prices start going down to a realistic price, and then the interest rates start going down, and so on and so forth. But it's not it's not going to be I, I, it's not going to be soon. Uh, it's just that the sellers can't afford to sell at what their homes are really worth because they bought them uh, way way over flat, over inflated. Um, so they they're stuck there. Um, so it's basically maybe a lot of short payoffs, things along that line. So they're just going to stay there. And um, like I said, and they're just going to wait it out. But uh, if you are a buyer or a renter, I just say wait it out because you're going to see a lot of rents start coming down the next six months. A lot of housing starting to come down uh, and so on. But you don't know. I mean, not to scare you, but you might not even have a job at the end of the year because, like I said, uh, you're going to see if you're in construction or mortgage or retail sales or plant sales or car sales, anything that has to do with uh, real estate or mortgages, your job is really on the line. Okay, guys, hopefully that gave you some good insight. I thank you very much for your time, and I wish you well. Hopefully, I'll talk to you in the future. Bye for now. Take care. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google Real Estate for the Common Man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.